he held for me and you. Listen to this. That's not how. That's not how the story ends. Cause then three he rose. What? That's where we get the power, you all. That's where we get the power. That's not how. That's not how the story ends. In three days he rose again. What? the love of God that's the love hallelujah that's not how the story is blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickett Road, Leesville, Louisiana. But God is first, and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. Where are my kingdom-minded people? Where are the kingdom-minded people? You can't be so engrossed with yourself and needs and what people are doing to you, what people are saying about you, and somebody talking about your mama, somebody talking about your uncle, somebody talking about your cousin Ray Ray, and you're getting offended, then that and the other, now we got to pamper you, now we got to give you some baba and a, and a noonie. Yeah. Where... Where the king, now I got to change your pamper. Where the kingdom minded men and women that will get to a point where you understand it's not about me. Go ahead and look at your neighbor and tell them. They won't tell them themselves, but you do tell them. Say, neighbor, it's not about you. It's about the king and the kingdom. 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 And sometimes your feelings may get hurt in the course of God's will being carried out. But since it's not about you anyway, shape up. Shake it off and keep on moving. I'm not going to get too many amens on that, but I, I came with my own amen tonight. I came ready. Yeah. You're preaching, John Bar. Thank you. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Here's another point. Prayer is more than just about accomplishing things. Prayer is more than just about asking for things. What's the foundation of prayer? I'm glad you asked. Here's the foundation. Are you ready? It's intimacy with God. <laughs> oh, God. Holy Spirit, help me to release this word like you gave it to me. In the name of Jesus. It's about intimacy with God. Now, go to Luke chapter 18. Let me show you this. Because we just read from 1 Thessalonians. 
5, to pray without what? Pray without what? Pray without what? Why are you so repetitious? Because you don't get it the first time. Pray without what? Without ceasing. Luke 18.1. Luke 18.1. I just want to borrow this first verse from Luke 18.1. Jesus, he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to do what? Could we say that that's in line with 1 Thessalonians 5.14? Pray without what? Pray without what? What did Jesus say? Men ought to do, do, do what always? Always to pray and not what? Always to pray and not faint. Jesus said that. Why? 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 I'm glad you asked. Y'all asked some good questions, by the way. <clears throat> Here's where many people give up on prayer. Because they expect God to answer immediately. They, this, this is a microwave generation. We want it right now. Right now. R-A-T. Right now. And everything you get right now, that's, if, that's exactly what you get a rat. And that rat going to eat up everything in your life. God doesn't always answer quickly. He doesn't always answer in the short answer. He answers through the journey. He answers through the journey. Men ought always pray. Jesus said that because he knew that there were some answers to prayer that would not come immediately. That's why he said men ought always pray and not faint. It's the same thing that Paul says in Galatians. I believe it's chapter 6 when he says, be not weary in well-doing. Now, let me ask you this. Would you have to tell somebody to not be weary in well-doing if they had their harvest right now? If they had everything they needed from God right there, right now, you wouldn't have to tell. That scripture, these scriptures would be so irrelevant. So the reason why Paul is saying in Galatians 6, uh, uh, you know, you're going to reap your harvest if you don't faint. Jesus said, men ought always pray if you don't faint. It's because the answer hadn't showed up. It hasn't manifested yet in the natural. There are things about this church we've been declaring, we've been decreeing, we've been speaking it, but it, it hasn't manifested yet. But many people give up when they don't see it the next week. Remember Sunday's message? It's about what? Endurance. It's about endurance. It's about endurance. Here's one of the reasons why God had to delay the children of Israel from reaching the promised land. Do you realize that that journey from Egypt to Canaan was supposed to just be a couple of days? But it took them 40 years. I believe God knew that there were some people in the camp that wasn't ready for the promised land. And so he had to take them around the mountain for 40 years. And only those who had endurance was going to make it into the promised land. And out of over 2 million people going around that same mountain, only two had endurance. 
sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes God delays things so he can show you people running with you, not really with you. They say they're running with you, but just keep on running. I'm going to give you some strength to keep on running. But when you look back, you're going to see them knocked out gasping for air. Here's what God told me. Uh, he spoke this to me last year, November, November the 8th. I wrote it down. It's important that you write down when God speaks to you certain things. That's why God don't talk to some of y'all. Y'all don't, don't keep it. I recorded me. My relationship with God, I take it seriously. He said, I'm about to show you who your real disciples are. He said, I'm about to show you who your real people are. Those who say they're which I'm about to read. He told me this in November 2011. He said, I'm about to show you. I said, Lord, I'm ready. Because only those things that remain. Remember about the shaking in the in Hebrews? That God is shaking up some things. And only those things that remain are those things that he has ordained. When there's a shaking going on. And you see people can't hold on. People leaving, people doing that. It only means. God doesn't always answer in the short. He answers through the journey. Sometimes he says, Rusty, just keep walking with me. There's some things you don't know yet, but I want to reveal it to you. I want to reveal it to you through a relationship. God is about relationship. God is not a sugar daddy. You can't have a one-night stand with God. God is about relationship. He's about relationship. When you walked to this altar and said, I do, and you put that ring on your finger, and you put the other ring on God's finger, God took marriage seriously. As a matter of fact, he said, I'm married even to the backslider. No one-night stand here. God is about relationship. And there are things that he's going to reveal to you as you set the proper foundation and develop intimacy. Lift your hands and say intimacy. intimacy. Now, can I go a little deeper? So intimacy is important. Again, it's not just about prayer. It's not just about accomplishing things or asking for things. It's developing intimacy with God. It's that divine connectivity with the living God. Of all the creatures God made, listen to this. Of all the creatures God made, we are the only creature that God especially made for him. God made man in his what? And his what? You don't see that with the lions, tigers, and bears. I know y'all love pets and all that, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not against you a little Snoopy. I'm not against that. Keep loving them, feeding them, cherishing them. But we are the only creatures that have been made in the image and likeness of God. Do you know what that means? God wants fellowship with you. He wants some time with you. You've got to be a man or woman of prayer. You cannot exist let alone live without God. Are oh, you listening? Say amen. amen. 
We were made for him. We were made to fellowship with him. We were made to talk to him. We were made to listen to him. Amen. In, in the context of our intimacy with God, praise God, prayer becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a lifestyle that is not draining and laborious and, oh, another prayer meeting. I got to pray again. When you develop intimacy with somebody, you enjoy being with them. How many of you have those people that you just enjoy being with? Yeah. Amen. I hope they sit next to you. <laughs> but if not, <laughs> God wants you to enjoy his presence. Oh, there's nothing like the presence of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Who's ready to enter into partnership with God? I'm talking about a partnership. I'm talking about when you know that God, amen, is backing you up with what he told you to do. You don't have to worry about who don't like what you're doing when God told you to do it and when he gave you the power to do it. So it's a vehicle for God to fulfill his plan, and he does that through partnership with his people. Through prayer. God cannot accomplish his will or his plan without in the earth without partnership in prayer. Why can he not do it? Because he said in Genesis 1, let men, let man have dominion. So he limited himself to what you allow him to do. He's given us what? Dominion and authority. He's given us dominion and authority. So everything that takes place in the earth that is of God must be brought about through the vehicle of prayer. It's not going to just happen. Well, if God want to do it, he's just going to have to do it. No, 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 no. You are the vehicle and your prayer life and your banding together. That's what's going to release the plan of God. Amen. Now, I know God gave me this, this, this message and, 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 you know, the enemy doesn't want you to hear this message. He wants you to seem so uninterested. Oh, I heard that before. No, you haven't. And if you heard it before, why are you not doing it? The proof is in the pudding. Come on, somebody. Now, if prayer is the vehicle, it is the vehicle to get us to the destination, right? 